2: Welcome to the Barker Podcast Collection. Welcome to the Not Playing Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by my Ice Bucket Challenge nominees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ian Bruce. Patrick Kay. And Adam Scott. Hello.
2: You can contact us on email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com, or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. It's been a while since we've actually talked about any games we've been playing because of Gamescom and people not being around, um, so and taking weeks off, but yeah, uh, we finally, uh, we're all here, so we're going to do that, and uh, in that time, uh, Ian, you've now got a Oculus Rift of your own, haven't you? I
0: have. My DK2 has arrived. We've had one at work for a little while, but my own personal one has arrived, and it's sitting here. Teasing me to put my face in it.
1: <laughs> is it, is it like sticky like your mum's
0: furry quim? It's teasing me to put. <laughs> That's perhaps not. Advertising I'm not editing the Oculus that out. Use, I'm just but... not going <laughs> to. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Anywho, yes, um, it has arrived.
2: <clears throat> so, what else have you been doing with it then? Um, <laughs> oh
0: my god! <clears throat> so. There have been a few demos that have come out that we've used at work, and I've played them here as well. Uh, One that Pat very kindly recommended was one called Sightline, which is slightly more experimental or experiential, if that's a word these days, I think it is. Uh, It's not a game at all. You sit in a chair and you look around, and as you look around, you're looking in one direction uh, and you see a forest, and then when you look the other way, you see a car park, or a Cityscape, and when you look back, the cityscape goes to where the forest was, and then when you look back, there's something else there. So it's a depending on where you look, stuff will happen in the other places, and it like Creepy Watson. Well, it's slightly less hilarious than Creepy Watson. There's certainly some aspects of it that we I can't really talk about because I don't want to spoil it for you if you ever get the chance to play it or experience it.
3: One one thing I would say have have you guys seen the film Existence? Yeah, yeah. There's a similar sort of feeling to the way it transitions between things, yeah. uh, an almost <laughs> kind of dreamlike um, kind of tricking of the subconsciousness, um, where your your attention is essentially kind of guided away from things, and when you turn back around yeah. again, it's flipped. It's, the world it's sleight of hand stuff. You. That's that's kind of the 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 kind of effect that the the game has
0: yeah.
3: and like one one of the things that, that kind of stood out to me when i played that demo is that one that's a really good way of transitioning from from one scene to the next in in vr it's it's you know it's quite Overwhelmingly cool that you can just you know change from one scene t- to the next by kind of misdirecting the the, the players um, gaze, and then when they return back again, everything has, yeah. has been switched. Wow. And also that there's probably going to be a very useful device in the creation of VR films, which is something that's already started to to go into production, um, where you know you you distract someone's attention away, and when you turn around, the scene has changed or or, or something. You know, kind of more plot focused as as happened and 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 you know popped up. But it, it's such a cool effect. I can yeah. see that like getting theater, quite gimmicky, almost.
1: not without too much. It's a kind of thing that it sounds almost like a, a bit like a trope. I know it's new that it because it's in VR, but I, that uh, kind of look away and look back, and it's everything's changed. Uh, yeah, it's been around for decades, it, isn't it? I mean, it,
0: if if it was used, it, I haven't seen it being used in in this medium before. So Mm. it it was great to see it, and it was great to see it. But that's because you're new to this medium, isn't it? But I haven't seen it in games either. No,
3: I haven't seen it in it either. So, um... It sounds like theatre
2: to me, kind of. Yes.
0: You you can kind of imagine a group of people shuffling the city bit on when you're looking over here.
3: Yeah. He's behind you. Yeah. Um... Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, theatre would be another great use of that kind of that kind of seamless switching yeah. from from different environments. Um, but also, it it wasn't so much sudden. It's not like you're you're um, in your bathroom and you look around and then suddenly you're in the rainforest. It was more like you know you're in a forest and uh, you look around and when you look back again, there's a road suddenly yeah. in the middle of the forest. And then it distracts you again, and then starts uh, building. So it's, yeah. so it's, it's you know, almost it's, like
1: it's something you th- that could have been there before. You just didn't notice it.
3: Almost like right. yeah, it's like why, it. that's yeah. why was I said it's before? almost like a kind of yeah. That's it's why I said it's kind of like a almost kind of like a subconscious oh, dream-like thing. It's not, thing. That, it's it, not yeah. that all the way through. There are points where it just no.
0: starts going a bit batty, in quite mm. an uncomfortable kind of way, actually. <clears throat> but it was good fun. Definitely good fun. I didn't mm. shit myself. I did scream at the Much? end, but I didn't shit myself. So that's good. <laughs> um, uh, I am, I've am. i played some other ones as well. Uh, Pat's talked about most of them already. Um, really enjoying it. Loving that it's sharp and crisp and all the rest of it. Glad I've got it. Using it at work a lot, so that's great. <clears throat> One of the surprises for me has been War Thunder, though, which is a game on Steam. It's free to play. Pretty sure it's pay-to-win, but I'm having good fun with it in the free-to-play version. Um, and there's two aspects to it. It's World War II planes or World War II tanks. Not really going to do the tanks thing, um, but what I am doing is doing the planes thing. And with the rift on, in an open-top biplane, flying around trying to dogfight people, sweet mother of God, you are absolutely there. Absolutely mm. there. And flying mm. forward while you're looking back. It's just an amazing, amazing feeling. And also the thing that I generally have a problem with with flight games, not flight sims so much, but flight games like this, is my perception of where I am in relation to the the ground, (laughs) which is a minor Mm. thing when flying a plane, of course. (laughs) Um, But I'll I'll usually overcompensate with my height. Listener, I'm gesticulating with my hands. Uh, I'll overcompensate (laughs) with my height, so I won't go try and do a loop the loop because I think I'm far too close to the ground but with with the rift on I'm doing really really close shit to the ground because I can see where I am before I start turning so I can see if right well if I actually do a flip now am I going to slam into the ground and most of the time I'm not and you can do flips really really (laughs) close to the ground Uh, it's it's excellent it's a it does make me go cross-eyed, though, but I think I've got an IPD or a head measurement thing missing or not quite set up right. But for the, for short little spurts for me at the moment, it's really, really good fun. Um, mm. And whoever produces a more... Polished is the wrong word, because War Thunder is pretty polished, but a more Rift-friendly game, perhaps? It could do with some turning some shadows off and being mm. slightly less choppy. Or maybe I should just turn the stuff down, but I think something that's more rift focused, that kind of thing, where mm. you can fly around and see everybody, maybe the Starfighter game that we talked about last week would be it. Um, th- that's just—it's just, just going to be such a winner. Multiplayer rift mm. stuff.
3: What what kind of stand stood out um, to me when trying it again with the DK two? Because I've, I've played sort of, tens of hours with the DK one, but. Um, Something that really kind of stood out to me for some reason later on is that um, just just um, flying around in like test flights because you can go you can go into the the kind of plane selection bit and you can do test flights of planes you haven't purchased yep. yet so you can test them out before you buy them which is kind of cool um, and you know you can you can go out there in kind of um, you know Spitfires Hurricane stuff like that. Um, this is a simulator, and although it's probably as arcadey a simulator as you could possibly be, that is essentially the genre of games it is. Um, but something that I think that it delivers, which I've never really seen or experienced in a in a simulation before, is that there is quite quite a bit of emotion involved in in the game. <laughs> even just even just flying a plane around in, mm-hmm. in the test flight, you've got this like really emotive um, classical music playing the soundtrack is brilliant and that always adds to 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 that kind of that kind of gameplay um but yeah just sitting in the cockpit of a spitfire and flying over the coast at sunset it's like mm-hmm. I, I mean I, i'm not patriotic at all but it, it's pretty hard not to be slightly touched yeah. by that kind of experience like it's it's a real kind of um yes it, it was a real real kind mm-hmm. of um Touching experience, I guess you could say. Um, is this that you don't really expect from that genre? That's the, the kind of. Uh, thing I seem to yeah.
1: remember there was a lot of talk of uh, War Thunder on the forums of a space simulation game, which we mm. shan't discuss. Um, is this? Is it true that there was? Uh, there's <laughs> like two modes of playing. There's more of an arcadey mm. one that's yeah. that's yeah, Because absolutely. I remember there was a lot of bitching on the forums when they were talking about the flight model of this game that we shan't discuss. Uh, about the fact that there was uh, the because that game was geared in the more arcadey one, like if you had if, with the mouse and keys, you could just pretty much dominate everything because you could easily m- move and stuff. But in the more simmy one, mm. then it was more the more joystick model. So, yeah. are you guys playing on the simmy side, on the arcade side, yeah. or uh, s- I'm,
0: I've been playing on yeah. the arcadey side just to try and get used to flying around without having. I don't. What I don't like about these games, or more simi-type things, is flying for an hour to be shot down immediately. That's not rewarding. for me. However pretty it is, I don't want to do it. If I'm going to go and shoot something, I want to know that I've got a chance to shoot something. Mm -hmm. So I've been playing the arcade version, uh, and and I've really enjoyed that. So I'm optimistic Mm. that moving to the more simi version, or the simi arena, whatever it is, um, will be a good experience. I've been using the 360 controller, uh I I need I need a bigger desk really. I've got too much shit if I sit my HOTUS and all the rest of it. Um and I keep because you can lean forward and forward with the rift, I've got massive dents in my desk from
2: where I could lean forward
0: <laughs> and my microphone and stuff. Um so
2: I don't
3: regret buying that two-meter-wide desk now. No, that's a, it's a good thing,
0: definitely. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Uh, but yeah, you're, but, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I think most people should start on the arcade stuff. It's, it's very pick-up-and-play. You're already in the air. You don't have to deal with switching on engines and, and stuff like that. You don't really need to deal with that in the, um, the realistic battles either. You're already your, your engine's already on. You just take yeah. off. Uh, in the simulator battles, there still isn't a case of flying for half an hour only to be shut yeah. down. The the you you know you're probably going to be flying for for five eight minutes probably max I think until you actually get to the action the the hard side of the simulator thing is that you actually have to take off in the plane in in, in the correct fashion so you have to do all the engines you have to do the the fuel mix yeah. you have to do the correct amount of throttle it is it is quite Jeez. hard. It's quite hard, even though it's more forgiving than any other sort of flight sim that I've played. It's, it's, um, you still have to, you know, correct rudder as you're taking off, otherwise, you veer over and your wing will smash and you'll catch fire. That's that is the hard side of the simulator battles. You do actually have to be quite good at at sim flying. That's, I started off playing the arcade stuff, did sort of, sort of 10, 15 hours or so just in arcade battles, loved it. It's really great. You just drop in, you, you get, you'll you'll be in the middle of a dogfight with. Various planes and tanks firing I, I, at you within minutes. I really
0: don't know how the planes don't fly into each other. I've not had that at all.
3: You, you, oh, I have. You, <laughs> they're circling around, and there's one circling around in yeah. between them. It's just—it's absolutely amazing. You, you see so much stuff where planes are really close to each other, where someone's flying yeah. straight to you, and you can you follow <laughs> it as it as it goes past you, and that is such an awesome experience. But yeah, I've, I've only been doing the, the simulator stuff later on, okay. um, which is a lot harder. Um, I, I bought a, like a warthog um uh Hot Ass recently which is a great bit of gear for VR stuff because it's a real heavy piece of metal um but uh, yeah like you you basically have to do constant correcting for rudders when you're taking off so that you don't veer off and crash yeah. um but yeah for me that's that's I, that's probably why I've been playing so much warhand recently i've got this new toy to play with um but yeah it's it's such a such a good game and i i think it is the kind of flights in that would appeal to yeah. people that aren't into flights. I, flight I think it's, like, in the rift, mess. it's a really
0: great experience um, hmm. and being able to sit in your plane, your plane, your plane, and lean over and look un- down the side. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so Jesus. good. Uh, or flip and, the plane and, over and, so your head so you're flying upside down and then look down at the ground as somebody crashes yeah. that kind of stuff
3: or looking back when someone's firing at yep. you when you didn't realise they were there yeah. until you noticed bullet holes in your wings um, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah So I, I can't wait to spoke. get a
0: great to get the equivalent kind of frame rate in Elite Dangerous and do that kind of stuff there or any other space games that might be coming out soon
2: it's the cockpit stuff that I'm really interested in, as far as Rift goes. Um, I can see it. It's just the most obvious utility for it, I think, because you've got limit. You know, the movement is you're, you're in. You're just sat down and you're looking around. You know, that's yeah. Yeah. that's the kind. It's 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 the most one to one relationship <laughs> that you can get. You know, short of having a treadmill or a virtual gun in your hand. You know, mm. um, so yeah, I think I think I think we're gonna get a real. And we're already getting a kind of renaissance in this genre, yeah. so...
0: <laughs> there was, it's really good. Uh, uh, I th- if I've mentioned it before, then please edit it out, but when I played Elite Dangerous with the Rift, uh, my frame rate was shit, there was judder <coughs> all over the place, I had to keep the settings up quite high so I could see the UI and the text and the, the layer settings and stuff. But mm. there were a couple of things. The, the 3D UI was... It was just out of uh, Minority Report. It was just absolutely amazing. There's these mm. different panels and they're at different depths so as you lean around they're kind of moving around you and stuff. Absolutely beautiful. Mm. And But the main thing for me was a lot like the leaning out the side of the plane in War Thunder. I've got whichever ship it is, the Cobra I think it is, I haven't played for a while um, and it's got, it's got two seats in the cockpit and it's got an open bit above you in the cockpit so with this rift, with the leaning and the depth stuff, I can lean forward and look up to see the hanger. which is <coughs> just absolutely. I'm mm. leaning forward a whole, quite a long way from my seat, leaning mm, forward no. kind of over the joystick and looking up to see the hanger. Jesus.
3: And making sure you don't fly into something. No, like I,
0: I'm, I only do that when I'm <laughs> sat on the ground, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. when, when I'm flying I'm like this, please don't die, please don't die it's like, I've got so much money in this ship, please don't die um, <laughs> Yeah, it's a funny game from that.
3: <laughs> for that. For me, I think I I I love probably the most just moving out and into those those bases, those stations. Yeah. It's just the, the the feeling of moving through, um, because um, it's, it's the sound as well. Like you get it on headphones, but because I've got the tactile transducer and stuff as well. Like you you feel the weight of moving into that large object, or even just moving around it. So if you're just moving around a space station you start to get a low rumbling sub, which makes you feel like you're like physically close yeah. to it, and it just adds so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the sound design for Elite Dangerous is, is
0: awesome. The only other rift thing I wanted to say was to do with a game called uh, Cyberspace, which I wouldn't wish upon my worst enemy, <clears throat> to be honest. However, <laughs> it is, it's uh, one of those rides you'd get at the fair, or the carnival, or whatever, I think it's called the pirate ship or something where you you, you sit in a you, you sit in something like this and it rocks backwards and forwards and yeah, then goes yeah. over. So we, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um in the DK1 we tried it at work and 17 people tried it. Nobody could last the 3 minutes that it was there for. It was just everybody <laughs> felt sick. Everybody thought they were going to puke and it was just oh this is quite fun. Oh yeah, I can't do it anymore. Um when our DK2 arrived we had a couple of clients in the office who said, oh, what's that? Oh, it's the Rift. Looked at all the standard client presentation type ones, and then we said, do you want to have a look at this? (laughs) Because making clients puke (laughs) is a good thing, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the thing with the DK2 was, both of them sat all the way through and had no problem with it at all. My point there is, if you've got the DK1 and you're not super excited about the DK2, I would probably give it a look because...
2: The... I, think the, I think the Venn diagram of those people are very small. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but it, it was... It's fucking rubbish! Yeah. Tried it!
0: I, my, I think my other point is to do with the motion sickness and the stuff, the problems that the DK1 had. So if we take this game as an example of something that made all of us feel sick, and the new DK2 comes along, and these people who aren't, they're not solid... I mean, they're nice clients, they're never going to be listening to this, um, but they're not necessarily strong of constitution. They're just normal people. Yeah. So, and they were just going "Oh, they're they're not they gamers. went sat for they're three minutes normal. and we were all just absolutely fucking incredulous that they managed to go all the way through without going oh, I think I'm going to puke and stuff. They just sat there and did it. So the quality of the leap between the DK1 and the DK2 for me was very well demonstrated with that particular uh, Rift game.
3: You should probably explain to these guys what <clears throat> the, the demo actually does. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Did
0: I not just do that? I thought I just did that.
3: Well, they, you totally made them sick, but not what the actual damage uh, well, is. It's like okay. a pirate ship, isn't it? It's a pirate ship. It, it, it oh, swings sorry, up did, and sorry, around. And, and, and,
0: so it swings up and down, and it just goes round and round and round, and the thing you're sitting in goes round while it's going yeah. round, and you can see a massive city. That's the It's it's positioned in the centre of a city. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so even me saying, oh, it always works really well when you look left and right, you should try leaning out, that'll help, and they just didn't have a problem with that as well. Previously, I'd look left or right and want to blow my chunks all over the place. It was quite <laughs> disturbing. Um, but yeah. I, so I'm excited for this consumer release uh, and hopeful that the leap in tech between each iteration can produce this 90 FPS thing that John Carmack was talking about last yeah. week. There we go. That's it. Rift it out. I'm
3: fairly fairly sure that that. Um that the, uh, the the screen they're using in the new Samsung uh, Note four will be the one that, that Oculus will use for the the first consumer Rift. Yeah. If if it comes out within the next next year, I think that's the one
1: they'll use. There was a video posted on the group uh, by someone uh, of the um, uh, they'd installed Rifts onto an actual roller coaster. Yeah. In the Yeah, you see what that? was this all about? Well, I just
2: was like, that sounds. I thought that's great. Quite... Well, why would me? you
1: put a riff on? I thought, well, they put in the roller coaster demo when you're actually on a roller coaster. But what they had done is that they'd, uh, the program that was running was like, uh, flying on the back of a dragon. So you oh. were going up, and swooping down, and 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 going <laughs> oh, through amazing. like ruins and turning around and blasting things. And and some of them had like a oh. a gun. Or, no, I think it was one of them where you were going like an, through an asteroid field. Uh, and like blowing ah. stuff up. And it looks... Ap- if you can imagine... I mean, you guys have experienced a rift and I haven't. But I can just imagine being on a rift, having mm. these kind of otherworldly vistas thrown into your face and whipping around while your, your <laughs> body is physically matching.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Die swings, and loops. This is amazing. Uh, this is so why these sick. guys came off this, this by is
1: shuddering, going. That was the most amazing thing I've ever done. in my fucking life. <laughs> so cool. be...
3: This is this is why like the the arcade industry is going to have a massive, I think, boost yeah. from, from VR, which is a, a much. I can see. Boost I can really well. see the
1: comeback of those whole big body boot, like afterburn and stuff, where the whole seat moved and everything uh, else. Yeah, you know, like those absolutely. big cabin arcade experiences. But now everything <laughs> moving.
3: Anything you can't. You can't put in someone's yeah. living room. Anything that's too big to kickstart. That's start. where it'll we'll be. That's, that's, Bowling <laughs> that's alleys, we'll
1: cinemas, be. it's all coming back.
3: Yeah. Awesome.
2: Cool. So, uh, back in 2D land, uh, slumming it as we are, yeah. me and you, as Us, us uh, cheapos. But you, did, you have had a lot of time to to catch well, up on the of stuff, Well, a lot is a
1: stuff, relative term. A lot for me. <laughs> Uh, although, in the last last week or so, I've been too busy work work so to play anything. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, since we last talked about games that I've played, I've actually played more than about six minutes of gaming, which is quite nice for me. Um, I played um, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, um, and I absolutely loved it. it it's, I know you guys have talked about it before. Um, for anyone... I think
2: it was technically our collective game of the year, I think, mm. when we worked out our. P- when I worked it out on a positioning and majority <laughs> basis, it was our game of the year last year.
3: <laughs> out of all four. Yeah, that sounds like a complicated <laughs> oh, yeah. thing,
1: but you know. But, but, uh, no, I and I and probably richly deserved in in my opinion. I, I I hadn't. Um, I remember talking a while ago about the fact that I was more. I was into more, you know, less shooty and more like a kind of emotional gaming experiences. Um. And this was wonderful. It was just the most wonderful journey. It, it, it was a compact story, very simple. The puzzling wasn't really that taxing. It was just,
2: uh, ah,
1: it was all that kind of, you know, that, that kind of
2: gameplay. You know, that light, you know, there's a moment at the end of that game, that sort of light bulb moment. Yeah. Um,
0: I've still not finished it. No, no All no oh, right. Well,
2: <clears throat> I'm not going to explain what it was, but oh my God, did did that hit you? you mean
3: the, the... You mean the twist? That, yeah, kind of. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's not really a twist. It's more of a. It's just a, oh yeah, fuck. Um, I, I and, know, what you mean. I, yeah. I was thinking
1: how how are they going to resolve this? I, I mean, in, yeah, we can't talk about it too much because uh, to be honest, if it's if anyone hasn't played it, it's it's very very worthy. It will only take you three hours, something like that. It, yeah. For goodness sake, go out and play it. it it's 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 a wonderful it's a wonderful uh, experience. There's two. As a big brother and a little brother, um, and their father is taken ill, and they are effectively sent on a journey to go and find the the things that will make him better. Um, and you, th- you know, when you first start playing it, you're thinking, "Oh, the the cure is going to be over that hill, or I'll just go and get that, and then it'll be on the next bit." But no, the entire game is just about the entire journey to get this thing, and it takes them so far away from home. I was reminded actually of um, Lord of the Rings, strangely, um, just mm-hmm. to the fact that. I remember thinking when I read Lord of the Rings, what I loved about the book rather than the movies was that the book started and ended at Bilbo Baggins' front door. Um, mm. And I had a very similar feeling through this. They went through all these amazing trials and tribulations, the most beautiful vistas. I found it, playing the game actually mechanically, I found it very difficult when, because I played it controller. This is what I was about to ask you. Yeah, go on.
2: Because you're, re- you're a relative noob in terms of Yes. With a controller, yes, aren't you? I am. Well, you haven't played games like that for a while, I'm, like I'm a long time. I'm
1: total keyboard and mouse officiado, but I have been, i kind of been forcing myself to use a controller because I think there are games where the controller suits it best. I played... Uh, well, you
2: can't play this without a no, controller. No, you can't. Game. There's no way you could do it with a controller. <laughs>
1: but, but I found it with a controller because, you know, with a controller, one thumbstick controls one brother, the big brother, I think, and the other one controls the little brother and i found it very very difficult when the brothers on screen were not in the same position <laughs> as the sticks yeah. <laughs> it was like really controllers controllers when up. you were doing split screen on yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> the i upside down what's going wrong here you're going in the oh hang on a minute let me just cross you over there yeah. and I was fine um but yeah if as long as i kept their relative positions spatially with the things uh it it wasn't too much of a problem but the, playing the game uh, wasn't a problem. The, it, it was just a joy uh, to play from beginning to end. Um, and if anyone's listening, hasn't played it, for God's sake, go and play. Even if you think you don't like this kind of games, you will bloody love this game. I promise you. Go, go and do it. It's a wonderful game. I
2: just love. I just love the way that um, it's got that brilliant sort of narrative, but also the fact that they managed to kind of turn that weird control mechanism into a a, a kind of point in the
1: story you know and that's all i'll say yeah you know you know yeah but the other wonderful thing about the game is there's not there is not a single bit of dialogue that is uh that is spoken um the two brothers they have their own language um and all they but you you're very clear about what he's doing if you ever need the brother will go no or or whatever the word is he says and he'll point Mm. in the direction he needs to go that's all the hint you need Um, but there's not they communicate, they talk, but it's in this made-up language, but you don't need it, and that's just, that's mm. the wonderful thing about how well the storytelling works, is the fact that you don't mm. need a single word to be said to understand what you need to do, who needs what, that they convey it all with emotion mm. and storytelling and just wonderful design. Um, and uh, I wish I could play it again, without, uh, I, probably, I might even do that, I don't know. It's time. It, it might be different if you play it back might back again. It might well then. be, actually. Um, I mean, it, you know, none of the puzzles are very difficult. There was a couple that went uh, for a little while and went, oh yeah, mm, of course, that's how you do it. Um, but it's you know, one, the little brother is able to, is very nimble, can climb up things and jump off things and lower ropes down. The bigger brother is strong and he can lift things and move things and pull levers. And pretty much all the puzzles are variations of that. How do you make one work with the other? Um, and uh, just, it, it's just that simple but it's so endearing and uh, one of those wonderful gameplay experiences and it really won't take any time of your life go and play it <laughs> PR go and do it well deserved go and do it <laughs> PR though. that's not PR that's based no, on your experience it's, not the PR, it's yeah. me having had a wonderful time the same way yeah. I watch a good movie and I'll tell you go and watch that it's, yeah. and it will yeah. take, it, it's It's about the same length as watching a Lord of the Rings movie just
2: like how much. and as epic as a movie can be in that space yeah, of time I think
1: so so really really enjoyed that
2: cool uh, talking of narrative games, uh, I've been playing a game called Out There. Oh, I wanted to play that. How is it? Out there, i thought yes. Um, I'm interested it's in this. Basically, it's very good actually. Um, it's a brilliant game for the commute. Um, not that I've been doing that much for the last couple of weeks because I've been painting at home. But anyway, um, no, Out There. Basically, you find yourself lost in space, and uh, you you've basically got it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure, but rather than kind of going to paragraph, what's whatever it is you're going, you're making a choice between whether to explore the system that you're in or make your way towards home, which you're sort of vaguely trying to get home. You're, um, it's a roguelike game, so it's completely random, uh, but you've got three resources you need to manage: uh, fuel, oxygen, and the welfare of your ship. Uh, You go uh, every time you go to a new system, there's different planets. You'll get a different uh, sort of amount of planets, it's all completely random. So, you might go to one planet, will have a high uh, percentage of minerals, in which case, you'll have to go down and mine it. Um, And some may be. have a breathable atmosphere which means you can go down and encounter alien life uh every time you encounter alien life they will talk to you in this gobbledygook language uh however the more you do it the more uh of their language you pick up so uh you'll slowly understand the alien languages um like captain blood it's yeah i didn't play that my closest Uh, reference my go on
3: yeah, Captain Blood was just this weird game on the Amiga where um, you essentially had to land on these different planets which had these kind of very basic vector mountainscapes and you had to kind of veer this little spaceship down at about 2 FPS or something ridiculous yeah. like that. But when you landed on them, you'd be in a conversation with this, this one of many various alien races and they all sp- spoke in these gibberish languages Yeah. Um, but you'd communicate back with them by clicking these symbols so you'd 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 listen to their language and you'd try and work out what they were saying and then communicate back to them it's a really yeah. complex mechanic for, for, for a game but it was really really interesting and that was like 1992 or something like that but yeah you know,
2: uh, seems r- like they've taken on a bit of that but my closest mm. reference point uh, to anything recently that I've played would be FTL uh FTL is a game that's roguelike um, that, you know, you don't mind when you die after a few moves and you are slowly making your way to an objective on the other side of the galaxy. Um, but that deals a lot more with the kind of uh, the, the micromanagement of the spaceship itself, whereas this is more you can upgrade your ship in out there. You can add, uh, you know, you can get better scanners so you've got more information about uh, the 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 planets that you're going to burn resources visiting, um, and also you can upgrade it to give your hyperspace drives a bigger range. But what the core of this game is, is just just this brilliantly... um, brilliantly ev- evocative writing because every time you enter a new system you'll get like this new bit of story mm. that it's just it's just text you know and i hate text
3: but um, it,
2: it's, it's, it's it's not it's not so much text that it annoys me it's it's unbelievably compelling and um and it's written in a very kind of uh reminded me a bit of like 2000 ad uh like the what was the the weirdo uh, like Twilight Zoney sort well, of shots That's it. Yeah, it totally reminded me of that. Um but they'll just be totally trippy and out there. Uh, you can go into a black hole and it'll spit you out some random part of the galaxy. Mm. And uh yeah, it's just an incredibly absorbing page turner of a game that um I've I really recommend. I think it was. It's won some awards at some like yeah. GDC or something. Uh, but it's on Android and it's on iOS. There's not a lot so, of mobile
1: uh, games I've actually got got on a, any kind of list of I must play that at the moment because I'm I'm tend to do more reading when I'm commuting. But out there was definitely one of those ones that goes when I'm not sure what to do. I definitely want to get that game. I, I saw a little bit of it and I just thought, wow, that looks like it. That looks like something I'm not going to get bored of in about. A day and a half, which I have with just about every Android, every not every every mobile game I've I've got. You know, I have stuff that yeah. I can play for ten minutes because that's all the time I have. Uh, anything even more than that, I just don't. I haven't found anything that really works for me on a mobile device. Not with tiny, exception oh, of it's, Baldur's it's, Gate, of course, which I have played the first. What about, about to.
0: Tiny Towers? Who played that? Tiny Towers? Oh
2: fuck that game! <laughs> fuck that and fuck that Lego Death Star game as well. <laughs> That fucking ru- ruled my life for about six months. Yes.
1: Now it's deleted. And that's what it's gone. I deleted it after about
0: two days.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Civ Revolution uh... is the one I played for a long time, but I haven't got that on Android. God damn it! Um, but I don't know everything else. I've just kind of got a bit stale with. Baldur's Gate I played on my tablet. Loved it.
3: Interesting that best this should come up game because ever. I have literally just found something which I think is the best mobile game I've ever really played. do tell. Oh, go on then, go on then, go on then, and that's Knights of the Old Republic <gasps> <and the> on <iPhone. gasps> Well, it is one of the best um, games ever on the it, iPhone or the yeah, iPad, that's, and that is it's on the iPad as well, mate. Um, but it's on the do on Android. I don't know if Please be electronic. I don't know, mate. I hope it's I hope it's going to be making its way over to but I'd be very surprised if it doesn't. <coughs> um, it is such a, f- a faithful port. Um, the only thing that seems to be um, kind of nerfed a little bit, there's no sort of character shadows. That's the only thing that I can really tell the difference between this version and the, the version I paid on the on the Xbox, I think I paid the, the original one on. Um, it's It works really well because you don't need that kind of Twitch-style uh, v keyboard like you do with like you know porting something like Bioshock, yeah. which you know obviously doesn't really port that well for that very reason but because of the kind of pause and turn base um uh, you know um play style you can actually do that on a mobile device you can pause you can queue up your moves and then you can press play and it, and it works it works easily as well as it as it works on a on a screen for me and, and yeah i'm quite a few hours in it's Overwhelmingly nostalgic, and yeah, mm. I, I, like I say, this is this is for me the best mobile game I, I've played to how, date How much is it? Uh, Six ninety nine, I think, at the moment.
1: Which is it's not, bad not a, too bad for a full thirty yeah, full game like that. Look how much XCOM was. I know it's a lot more modern, but it, but but Kotor is one of those games that. Well, I might even find a massive new audience rather than just us nostalgic old fucks like us. Mm. Um, yeah, and and rightly so. It's a great, great, great but bloody game. You,
3: I, you know, it works when you're immediately reminded of what a gem that game yeah. is. Um, without you know, without any kind of obstacles to your your enjoyment of it, and, and so far there have been none whatsoever. Um, uh, yeah absolutely blown away I one of the, one of the great really things about really the gameplay
1: weird. of that is that you didn't have to have that kind of twitch stuff with it but the yeah. g- but the combat felt fast the, the sword playing yes, stuff yeah. felt like you were actually controlling stuff even though you weren't really you were just yeah. it was typical queuing up, up command and stuff critical but, yeah you didn't have to do <laughs> an awful lot with it.
2: <laughs> well it's d d I mean, Star Wars essentially yeah it's third edition yeah. D&D.
1: Um, that's effectively exactly what yeah. Yeah. but I was going um, to
2: ask you yeah. sorry you're playing this on your phone, are you? Yes. And it works all right? The UI is good for the size of the screen? and
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Oh. There's, there's not a great deal that they've really changed about it. Uh, but there's, there's there's a few things. Um, but, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely works on a mobile device. I think the um, only thing
2: holding me back, really, is the fact that it's a game I have played. And uh, I, I, I generally... Always favour stuff I have never played, no matter how good mm. it is. But I think it's been Norm- a while. Normally, so.
3: I, I would I would agree. Yeah, I but I think with the exception of, of things like that, because I've I mean I've played it uh, f- five times. I think I've played that that first one on on like the Xbox and PC uh, over over the years. So it's it, it is it's one of the few games that I do enjoy going back to. I, I don't. I do think if you
1: for, if you have like, a love for the but, game. Then
3: you'll play. Yeah. If, if if they release Mass Effect
1: like, on uh, uh, on Android oh. tablets, I'd I'd play that fucking. I've well, spent the... fucking hundreds of hours playing Mass Effect. I still do it. <laughs> more find new characters, make new choices.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I'd love to see more more games in this kind yeah. of style. Actually, on on a, on a mobile device because it it just works on, on that platform. Um, you're not limited by a lack of controller mm. or mouse or keyboard or whatever. It's it's just a good a good platform for him. um yeah really good really good game cool
2: mobile tastic uh is there anything else we wanted to talk about today
3: uh, I briefly played um like cup spent a couple of evenings playing the crew beta I, d- I, um, I I tried honestly
2: this week I had all this week off but because I was mostly painting uh i uh I, I totally turned it on again and it made me restart the prologue from the beginning. And I'd done all that and I just wanted to play the bit after that, which is like the, the full game. So I hadn't got further than that. Did you get any further than that?
3: Yeah, a bit further than that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I, it, I, it, the kind of feeling I got from it right at the start, it sort of felt like Assassin's Creed in a car without actually using <laughs> without actually using a car to to assassinate literally other cars. But that was kind of the feeling I got that you're just going from kind of A to B, doing these different, slightly different races and blah blah blah. You get missions um, on
2: the route to each waypoint, yeah, don't you? Right, they give you right. like,
3: let's weave in and out the traffic. It <laughs> is it's the, the the story of the game essentially. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you've always got someone in your ear. It's that it's that classic uh, car game thing of you know, uh, mobile phones are the the way of driving the story. Um, but yeah. <laughs> One thing, one thing—it definitely does get right, and I think this is massively, massively important in, in particularly these types of driving games. Things like Need for Speed, etc. Ridiculously good soundtrack, really, really good <laughs> yeah. soundtrack, and that is massively important because that is what injects the, the you know, your kind of emotions in these sort of games. Because otherwise, you're just driving around a city doing, yeah. you know, races I... and stuff, and, and it, it's, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it adds something. I think it. I think it. You know, one thing it does is it makes it kind of more exciting all the time, and and also it. it you know, it just kind of gives it a bit more character that, in a, in a very cheaty way, without actually injecting a hell of a lot of actual characters.
2: Mm. As we're actually um, just while we're talking about soundtrack specifically, uh, there was a news story I noticed uh, earlier in the week saying that uh, they're updating the soundtrack on Grand Theft Auto Five for the PC next gen re release. So I wonder ah. how that, what that's gonna to going to have to do with it. They're probably going to add more
1: contemporary music, aren't oh, they?
2: Hold on,
0: does that mean they're getting
2: rid <laughs> of Rihanna? I can't
1: be driving with that Rihanna blaring away.
2: <laughs> I was trying to do a joke there about, like, contemporary music when I realised I don't know anything about it. So I'll just shut <laughs> you, the hell up. You <laughs> old man!
1: You old man, you...
2: New Faith No More album! <laughs> Woohoo! He still yeah. has to King Jesus and, and the, the Disciples. <laughs> woo
1: Yeah. Faith the More's not exactly new music, though, I have to say.
2: And uh, Pepper Keenan back in COC. So much good new new music. What music is he is talking weird. about? Anybody know? I
1: don't what? know. Uh, no. Pepper, so it's, it's King.
2: Pepper King on what?
1: It sounds like that newfangled hoppy hip stuff.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> Devil's music.
2: <laughs> that's what they listen to now, isn't it? All the... Well,
3: the that's what a lot of the crew soundtrack is. Dubstep. That's that's what a lot of the crew's soundtrack is, but it's, it's ah. really, really good stuff very cool but yeah like it, it, it's all right it's it's i uh, i i i didn't get particularly excited about this game to be honest it's um it's certainly a good sort of uh, modern equivalent of something like need for speed but, most but is, is that like what it original is it really
1: one. stealing cars and driving as fast as possible or? it's not, not stealing, stealing
3: cars, cars. So, well uh, i don't stealing. even know what
1: it's, it's it all is
2: about stealing, stealing cars. cars it's yeah no, it's some of it's about buddy grants and there,
3: no, Historic cars and racing cars, and there there is a you know there is a, a, a plot, there is a, a reason for you doing right. the things you do, and yeah, it's.
2: I found the amount it's, of it's, plot a bit cheesy and a bit
3: yeah, ridiculous a to bit be honest. It's a bit like the plot in time like, time Who
2: cares? It's what? about the cars, not the people driving them. You're driving them.
3: No, but it, if that's the case, that stuff is it. Then becomes a little jarring and I think distracting from the actual kind of experience i
1: think but but but, um, but what actually is the point of the game without trying to be facetious i mean i i don't know anything about uh,
3: it, it. It's, it's basically uh it's basically a
1: revenge story right
2: it's, it's a car mmo race.
3: it's uh so it's get, just driving uh, you have a
2: crew of of uh, you your players that you can put in your crew yeah and you do mm. missions together some of them are races some of them are r- race away from the cops i suppose and
3: and you can sort of buy other cars and essentially kind of level up these cars by RPG, you know, upgrading yeah. stuff in them. Yeah, that's that's kind of the, the RPG side of it. As much as yeah. you like. You right. know, yeah, which, the... to be fair, is something that's part of all of yeah. those sort of games. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it's okay. I mean, if, if you like that sort of thing, but I, I, I wouldn't lose your head over it or worry about the fact not much chance of that you're not doing stuff. Don't worry.
2: Ian, you uh, had a little go of this and you I found it said to be... something really concerning about collision and stuff. Well, you guys are playing the
0: multiplayer, right? Yeah. Okay, Some when I played it, it, there was stuff like a car up ahead would have crashed and it was rolling down the street and I'd just drive straight through it as it was rolling down the street. Hmm. I don't know if that's still happening in the beta now, but I found it completely, this is alpha stuff, why is it in the beta um,
3: right. is, does that still happen now? If, if I, a car I, flips over, can you,
0: do you crash into it or do you go through it?
3: I, I only noticed like one very small graphical glitch. I can't even remember what it was, to be honest. But no, I haven't see, I haven't actually seen anything okay. breaking in it. Have they been updated so
0: the as, as it's been available? Or is this the same version that was out four weeks ago whenever it was?
3: Uh, no, I think there's a okay. newer version right. out okay. at the moment, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I... Need
0: for Speed Most Wanted was probably the best racing game I've ever played in my life, mm. and I haven't played a lot. Yeah, and I, pl- I probably put about seventy hours into the multiplayer, and it's just getting a car, go and meet up for a race, have a race, and it. Yeah, and that was enough. That was absolutely mm. enough. Yeah, uh, it looked
1: beautiful. Cars handled great. When racing's done well, you don't really need much more than that. I've, mean, I, I can't, I haven't done a racing game for a long time. The last one I really sunk any time into was Wipeout. I think. Yeah. Um, not Wipeout. Oh, first one. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Another one of my yeah. favorites. Wipeout as well,
1: two, I think, or twenty, whatever. Twenty nine. Yeah, the one with the Firestar yeah. on the soundtrack. Uh, oh, yeah.
3: Fucking god, oh, amazing. I mean,
1: but, but back to the thing. I mean, what? Nine maps, twelve maps, something yeah. like that. But I, 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 must have sunk 150, 200 hours. I don't know. I don't know. A <laughs> thousand yeah. hours. It was. It was. A, it felt like a lot of time. <laughs> but it was. But again, playing it with mates, playing against people, just playing it to get better at, at not stacking it into the side of the thing yeah. on the more difficult maps, learning all the ships that was enough, that is enough I mean I don't think you need to well, It's a sweet to... spot
0: on that really annoying yeah, corner that is. 9 times out of 10 oh. wipes you out Yeah, but actually but, getting it right just makes you want to go back and do it again But when you get it right, the raging
2: horn <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yes, there's definitely gamer bone from that, absolutely
2: I've just looked down my Steam list and I don't have a single racing game on my PC the closest I've had is The, the, only, game, the only games
1: I've got in mind are ones I've picked up by accident in a humble bundle. And that's it. I haven't got any. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. I think I've got quite a few of those in like Sin yeah. bundles and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I've got, got quite a few of those. I'm, I'm just waiting for them to update um, Aseto Corsa for the DK2 again so I can get back to that. Because that was one of my regular gaming ones. It's one of the ones I've been playing for months. <coughs> like regularly every every, every few days. Uh, but it just doesn't work at the moment. Have you tried the? I've got. Sorry, have you, Pat? Have you tried? Is it live for speed or live for, for speed? Live, live for speed. I have <laughs> tried that. Yeah, uh, and a lot of people actually rate that more than Assetto Corsa right. for some reason. But I, um, I, I don't know. I don't find it quite as. Um, it may actually be more realistic or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I don't. I don't. I don't enjoy it as much as Assetto Corsa. Do you think for somebody who doesn't, who hasn't? Uh, robbed the crown jewels and sold
0: them to buy a, the, the rig that you've got for for racing do you, think if, do you think somebody using a controller would, which of the two do you think somebody that only has a controller and only will ever have a controller Jesus, mustn't buy, mustn't buy <laughs>
3: <laughs> which, which
0: of those two do you think is um, more, would work better? I would
3: still say Assetto okay. Corsa um, they've, they've actually have designed the game quite well around controller support right. Um, I've I actually recently because I wanted to try something I couldn't be bothered to get the wheel out and stuff and bolt it on I, I did try it with a controller and it's 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 yeah it's it's doable it's totally okay. doable I'm not sure how well built uh, lift of speed is for but, although I think that's got a free version isn't it it's yeah there's like, like a, a single method, single like car a demo thing. Yeah. yeah but yeah I'd give that give that a go as well but yeah I'd say that actually a course, Corsa is quite well well built for, for controller support um, and it's kind of like um, uh, War Thunder, in a way, where they've kind of segmented that kind of casual and hardcore sim audience by, you know, you, you can do a race with people who've got the complete arcade setting where you've got all the assists on and, the, you know, the automatic, automatic braking on corners and, you know, that sort of thing. Or you can... Drive the people with exactly the same settings of right. view which you've got none of those assists on, and you, you're playing it as a okay. sim. So it's 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 really well set up for that kind of broad play. Um, yeah, like re- I really recommend set of course for for VR. It's, um, it's yeah, so much fun. And like I said, like I don't really give a crap about cars, really. But um, no, if, I know I've sort of I've sort of become more interested. Yeah, in if since, I get it, it's going to be another game. Things. I'm going to be starting
0: my list of shame for VR stuff, where I'll have 200 games and I've played five of them maybe for 10 hours each, and then there's got the rest of yeah. the games I'm never going to play because there aren't
2: enough hours in the day. Yeah.
0: So I'll well, like Patrick says, it is
2: it, <clears throat> well, like Patrick says, it is an entirely new platform. So. Yeah. yeah. And on that note, have we got anything else to talk about, or is uh, that it?
1: I have, but I think maybe another time.
2: That's, I guess that's it. This has been the Not Playing Podcast, in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can get me on Twitter at Bobby Rocker, B-O-B-I-R-O-K-A, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash RobHoward79.
0: Uh, I'm on Twitter and YouTube at EboGB, E-B-O-W-G-B.
3: Uh, I'm also on Twitter and YouTube, Twitter at, at Patrick J-K-A-Y, and on YouTube as The Presence Lounge.
1: I use Twitter and YouTube, but I don't really use it very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, tell you, I have an account on uh, Twitter, if you want to send me abuse, please do. I'm on uh, and on the Twitter, and uh, on YouTube I'm just a consumer, so don't come looking for me, I'm not there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you can contact us on
2: email at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're on iTunes, please do give us a review. That's all for now. Until next time, see ya. Bye, boy. bye. Bye. Do- Yeah, I want to ask Adam how much he'd pay for it, but he's not there right now, so let's wait.
3: (laughs) I'm fucking biting my finger here, can't wait. Fuck, what's he going to
0: say? It could go either way, oh god. (laughs) Um. Do I need a new beer yet? Have you got World of Diving, Pat?
3: No, I, I, I'm going to get it though. Okay. I d- Did you know um, uh, uh, Senzo Piezo or whatever it's called? Yep. Uh, I'm just going to grab a bit just, quickly. They've just brought out the uh, the DK two build. Oh, it? I haven't. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I downloaded. it. I haven't, I haven't actually played it yet, but
0: um, the the sightline stuff. Jesus, that went down like an amazing, is not it? Was really really good.
3: Amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, can't really talk about it with, give, without giving it away.
3: Yeah, but it's a, a very a unique
0: experience, one. definitely.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> oh
1: Hello. Sorry about that.
0: Hello there. Hi, So, we were discussing Red Dead. Oh, yeah. <coughs> to a, a little extent. Uh, and I mentioned that perhaps the graphics could do with updating as the hair's crap and some things would be best served for... It did look a ser- bit ropey
1: when I I, I sat a look at the... Yeah the launch video whatever Um, so
0: we were wondering if they're going to update the engine etc etc and the question came up how much would you pay for it because I wouldn't pay 40 quid for it it's whatever it is 5 years old Jesus no um but Pack, sorry, yeah. can I just interrupt you for a moment and possibly ask you to turn a light on? Because you look like somebody who's had a crime committed against you, and you're being interviewed by the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's because I
3: had the video open. Yeah, <laughs> my, my face was being lit by space. <laughs> uh, Bobby's uh, gone. Bobby's Is Bobby gone? Out. He's, He's gone. gone.
1: Yeah, he has gone.
3: I think I said Star in too many. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh. There's not a lot of shadows in that in in Starfighter game. No, uh, and we've been doing a ton of stuff for the last two weeks to try and get stuff at work to 75 FPS, mm. and reducing the number of shadows has been quite beneficial to get it mm. beautiful, but yeah. not quite as beautiful as it could on a PC. But we can still get stuff at the best settings in Unity with some of the shadows turned off, running at 75 FPS. Mm.
3: Get in. Awesome! Get- That's awesome. I mean, <clears throat> even my iPhone can run Unity demos at 60 FPS.
0: Yes. 60 FPS is, isn't yeah, enough, Patrick. Great. It must be 75. No, it's,
3: it's not, but it's impressive that 90. even iPhone can do that. 90 yeah. is the future. Um, can't do 90
0: job. at the moment, but 75 is enough for, for now. <laughs> you <wanna> get some, <laughs> we'll do get lots get some better developers. In Half-Life Two. Get some better developers.
3: I can do uh, 100 and something ridiculous and 100s, well, like actually, I think, in Half-Life 2. But...
0: I know you fucking didn't. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah,
0: Half-Life 2 is just... Oh. It's so it's so beautiful that I forgot I lost where I was going. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 'Cause I'm in the boat at the moment or the hover car thing. And I oh, saw and I scored, yeah. and drive. And I was just looking around at everything. And I did, just drove around for about ten minutes chased so by the have, helicopter. Yeah. So you have and then I ended up th- back where I started. Yeah, because what I'm post. doing I is oh, oh, I, did. I, love the, I, did
3: I love that I did that without VR. <laughs> yeah. You can be you can be going forward like running like chase being chased by the helicopter and mm. you can look around, yeah. and it's behind you yeah. and you're like and you can spin around it's, and shit. it's quite crazy.
0: addictive so in, that
3: is you, that is definitely one of the highlights got of to the that game then. Actually that, you haven't got that to the bridge yet I,
0: have, I haven't got to the bridge yet no I'm, I'm kind of delaying that for as long as possible yeah I bet because <laughs> that's a long way down
2: yeah ah uh, yeah vertigo yes <laughs> okay do we Speaking have any more of... news
0: stories so I'll start I've been playing Star Citizen hang on <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Me too.
1: Let's talk about it. Before you say, we should <laughs> You know
3: what? I've, I've also been playing Star Trek.
0: Okay, I haven't been playing it that much. It's not the same flight model as Elite Dangerous, so I'm going to wait and just play Elite Dangerous for now.
1: Can you? What do you think of the main differences?
2: Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> I'm on. I'm
0: not going to talk about this. I, I, it's, it's hang not. on! Don't you want to? What are we hanging on for, Rob?
2: I don't know. I got the impression we were More, going to lead with uh, all your
0: uh, throat to stop
2: gorging on VR. Stuff.
0: We were, however, that was worth it for that reaction. Thank you, mate. <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> your friendship and your. That's good. Uh, Thank you.
2: It's an outtake.
0: Yes, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got one. Okay,
2: I just wanted to. I just wanted to set things up here. So, uh, if you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts.